Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Thursday Trust Life with Jason Bonington and Toby McKinnon. Join the conversation on 0499 736 Welcome back to Trot's Life for your Thursday edition. Toby McKinnon with you and Mick Guren joining us down the line. I just faded you up, Mick, right on cue there so you could uh, clear your throat and get ready for a long chat. How are you, mate? And are you, are you building an arc yet over there? How much rain is happening? Mate, it's hosing down. Uh, Toby, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. This afternoon yep. to you and, uh, and to all the SEN listeners over there. Look, uh, it, it's hosing down in Auckland. So I'm in Auckland today. Um, some days I have to sort of wake myself up and remember where I am. But Auckland today, <laughs> and, and, and I want to be too, because there's a really good meeting at Alexandra Park tonight and copy that the New Zealand Cup champion of nine months ago returns to racing tonight. But it's it's not going to be um, a, a sexy comeback. It's going to be a really waterlogged, wet night. I'm not expecting it to be a dominant return to the track for him. But I'm really glad he's back, Toby, because I think harness racing struggles when it doesn't have its absolute elite horses on the track. It's just so hard to get traction against the gallopers and even the greyhounds at the moment. And while we saw the carnival in Queensland, which was really good, I I enjoyed the carnival. And Ladies in Red was good and the Rising Sun and, and Majestic Cruiser was good. I still don't think... Maybe ladies and readers, maybe, but I still don't think there are horses who people will say, I'll set the alarm on my phone because I've got to turn on Sky to watch that. I can't not see that. But I think this weekend, while Copy That's not one of those horses, Lock and Var Art is. And I think having Copy That back, because he is a genuinely very good horse, and Lock and Var Art, with the potential that Self Assured around the corner and Majestic Cruiser's turning into a good horse, we start having conversations about horses who who might make people turn sky on. And, and I think that's really important for harness racing. It's never been more important because of the situation we find ourselves in. Some of our own making, but also some of the fact that the gallops have become so strong and have so much money and scale to play with. So those horses with eventually the returns of the Sunday Suns and the Vulpra Brilliances, and hopefully a return to form for the Majestiosos. I think that's what we need. And even though there was a good carnival in Queensland, 
Um, there weren't many races there where I thought to myself, if I miss this, I'll be spewing. Yeah, yeah. So those yeah. horses coming back this weekend, even though it's winter and even though it's cold and it's raining, it, it, it's a real light at the end of the tunnel for me personally, and by no means is that slagging a horse like Ladies in Red. I think she's a really good horse. But there's something about the big boys, whether it's in any footy code and boxing and anything you do, you know when you're seeing the big boys. And two of the big boys are back in the next 48 hours. Do, do they win, though? Does copy that come off 30 metres and win? And does Lock and Varart just what circumnavigate the field? Like, he's not off 30, but he may as well be off 15, in a sense, drawing the outside of the second row. So does he just circumnavigate Look, the field and just beat them? It's pretty hard. They're pretty hard task first up in the modern era. And, and almost, I hate backing horses who are fresh, unless their name is Winks or Black Caviar, yeah. in those situations. And in, like Sunday's son's probably been the most dominant horse in the last couple of years, and he's been beaten fresh up quite a few times. Mm. Um, Varat, I don't know enough about where he's at. I haven't rung Rodney Lakey or David Moran or whoever's looking after the lie. I haven't rung them to know enough. I've seen his, his trials and I hope he does, but I don't think it matters too much. Everybody gives them a leave past Toby in the yeah. first run. Yeah. Copy that's in a different situation. Morris McKendry's a very conservative driver. Um, he's not going to go hooting around the field Unless a horse called Old Town Road, who's the danger to him tonight, happens to miss away because it's a standing start and it's wet. So he misses away. Great. Maybe Morris goes, oh, well, we can afford to beat up on the rest of these because they're not very good. Old Town Road steps away. He'll probably move in front of Copy that, get field position and beat him. So I think Old Town Road wins that, all things being equal. The Lock and Bar Art race, we know Lockie's better than them. But again, he was better than the horses he raced last campaign and they beat him as well. So uh, I think the jury's out more on Lock and Bar Art through no fault of his own, just because he might be a flat-out better horse than Copy that. But at he was disappointing by his very high standards last campaign. I think he'll be fine this campaign. He may well still be the best horse in Australasia. But that's a good thing. We get to find these things out over the next weeks and over the next months, and it's going to be interesting. Whereas I think for most of the winter, and that includes the Brisbane Winter Carnival, because none of the horses we've just spoken about were there, we were sort of treading water and hoping we saw something special. And again, that's not slagging ladies and red, but Let's not forget, ladies and reds never won an open class race, apart from the Rising Sun, which is basically, you know, three and four year olds. She hasn't won a great race yet, and us trying to say she's blossom lady just yet is putting far <laughs> too much pressure on her than she deserves. Yeah, no, she's she's a fair way off that. She hasn't done anything in open age or against the boys, and we're not going to see her do that either till next year. So we're 12 months off making a stand on ladies in red. And even well, then, she's probably going to stick to mayor's races anyway. It's funny you should say that. I'm, <clears throat> I've got a couple of big news stories coming out next week. One of them we'll discuss on the show next week. And part of that news story was, uh, this is for the New Zealand Herald, which will come out on Tuesday morning, was formulating the dream field for the race by Grins, which is the slot race. Now, the New Zealand slot race is different from the Australian slot race. But trying to work out who the dream field is, who would be the best horses in that field, but basing it not on, obviously, every horse on earth, the horses who are likely to come. Yeah, 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 yeah. Horses who would get a slot and uh, and actually want to be there. And um, it was really interesting, interesting process, because I left Lady in Red out, not because Lady in Red wouldn't make the top 10 horses in Australasia. Absolutely, clearly she would. 
But I've had an asterisk at the bottom of the field, and this is lady in red, ladies in red not listed as potentially unlikely to accept slot because she hasn't raced the boys very often, and she comes from a stable who's only ever been to New Zealand once, uh, and it didn't work out for them. So I'm not saying she won't be in the race. I hope she is. God, that would be fantastic. But um, oh, if you've got time, Toby, I'll actually read you the list of the horses I come up with. The best 10, if the race by grins, was run in a month's time, the most 10 likely starters. You've got that list right in front of you? Right in front of me right now. It's on my computer. Yep, hit it. Hit the 10. I thought, I thought about this a lot. Self-assured defending champion. Yep. Copy Tick. that. Majestic Tick. cruiser. Yep. Lock and Var Art. Yep. A Spankin may not be everybody's idea of sexy, but he did win the Taylor Mile two starts ago, beating all these horses. Spirit of St. Louis, Expensive Ego, Krug, and South Coast Arden. Now, South Coast Arden could drop off the list, and if I thought Bondi Lockdown would want to come, then Bondi Lockdown would be on the list. Quite clearly, he'd be in the top 10, as would Ladies in Red. But because these stables have never, well, the, the Stewart stables travel to New Zealand once, because that's not what they do, um, and there's some doubts over Bondi Lockdown. We haven't seen a lot of them, you know, in the second half of this year. So there are horses who could change out, but you could easily change out, for example, Krug or Expensive Ego or South Coast Arden and add in Ladies Red and Bondi Lockdown. And I hope you do. But I had to go also, it's based on ability, pulling power, and also the likelihood to be offered and accept the slot and usually people who are going to come are people who have been there before. Majestic Cruiser has been here before. The Moran team has spoken that Lock and Bar Art may be a New Zealand Cup contender. And Expensive Ego and Spirit of St. Louis are trained by Luke and Belinda McCarthy. Yeah. And they are not scared to travel to New Zealand. So that's that's a race I came up with. Now, if ladies in red and Bondi lockdown don't come and you have that field... Remembering, of course, catch a wave and those horses aren't going to come because they'll be aimed eventually at the big race over there, the El Dorado, yeah. it's called. Um, that's a pretty good field. Self-assured, copy that, Majestic Cruiser, Lock and Varat, Akuta, Spankham, Spirit of St. Louis, Expensive Ego, Krug, and South Coast Arden. You know, if you take out South Coast Arden and chuck and ladies in red, that'd be a pretty sexy race. You know, it's possible, Mick, there'll be a horse in that race that hasn't raced yet. Oh, that'd be good. <laughs> because one year, there's going to be a three. A three-year-old draws barrier one in it, right? One year, surely one year, yep. a three-year-old's going to go in it. So at this time of the year, they might have only had a couple of starts as a two-year-old, and they might be a top-class two-year-old that we just don't know it yet and might sweep the last three or four months of the year, come over here, win a Breeders' Crown, go back there, win the Great Northern Derby, and then go in, go in that race. And... Quite bizarrely, you and I could be sitting here this far out, and that horse may not have even raced yet. Yep, or a horse like Old Town Road who races yeah. not against Copy. That had, had eight nine, starts. He had nine starts. Nine, is it? Yeah. yeah. Most people haven't heard of him. Yeah, correct. So it, 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 it's not a process I do a lot. I don't make up imaginary fields very often, but I've got a really good story coming out about this night next week. Um, and if you do have the potential that ladies in red, Bondi lockdown, and, and there's a bunch of other very good horses racing around Australasia, horses like Kango and Pembroke Playboy and Cranbourne, that's just naming the New Zealand ones. Um, it's going to be mega. I, I think I'll be surprised if this race isn't a million dollars next year. And I think after the fact that Cambridge is very easy to get to because it's just south of Auckland, which they fly straight into, um, yeah, it could be really sexy. So... Things to look forward to, but obviously more importantly, two of the horses on that list are racing this weekend. And uh, that's why, Toby, even though it's raining in Auckland, 
and it's a bit grumpy in the weather department. I'm looking yeah. forward to both that, and I'm looking forward to Melton. And it becomes appointment viewing for people who care about harness racing, and that's something we've probably lacked quite a bit of um, in recent months. Appointment viewing, I like it. I like it. it, it I like that connotation. You've got to set your alarm. You have to watch the race. And, and you might be out on a Saturday night, and a number of harness people might be out on a Saturday night at a party or a wedding or something, but they'll catch that race with Lock and Var Art. They'll want to see how copy that went. And, and that's that's what we, we need to get. We haven't had it for a while, but it feels like, Mick, the next six weeks, it'll be every week there'll be a couple of races we have to see in the lead-up to Vic Cup, New Zealand Cups, into Dominions, and the whole thing... It's just kicking off now when the trajectory's taken off. Kicking off in about five hours. And, and it is important because you, know, we, you need those horses. And Sunday, Sun and Bolt for Brilliance, and those horses will bring it to the trotters as well. So yeah, you know, it's been a long winter. Um, as I said, the Queensland Carnival was good, but not many of the horses on that list were at the Queensland Carnival because it falls at such a tricky time. I think it'll all work itself out in the future. But at the moment, Toby, we have good things starting this weekend. So umbrella in hand, and what I do is, Saturday night, if there's a race I like at Manangle or Melton, I set the phone, doesn't matter if I'm out drinking, doesn't matter if I'm at the footy, pull out the phone, set it for two minutes beforehand, get at the TRB side, and watch my races. And that's the great thing we can do it these days, because in the old days, you couldn't. Yep, very good, Mick. Love having you on, and I look forward to catching up next week. And uh, as you say, there's something that uh, we're going to be talking about. So I'm looking forward to that, whatever it is. Look forward to it, Toby. Cheers, mate. There's Mick Gurren, our great Kiwi mate.